things I've heard from marketers that shouldn't be heard. This is from agency side. Um, We could be talking for hours about this because I just think we're on a bit of a run at the moment of um, having really positive conversations from our side of things, i.e. new potential clients Mm -hmm. and with our current clients. But we're on a bit of a run where we're hearing some fundamentally fucking awful things from other agencies and the way that they're performing. And so then, as in we're hearing that like from clients? From clients, from brands who are working with either carbon copy agencies of us and they're looking to change, um, or they're working with us currently or they think about working with us and they work with other agencies doing different things to us um, and they're just picking out examples. We're hearing just some really shit stuff. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a few examples of the most recent things. I'm ready. That I've heard. Um, and this is, th- I've been at Flaunt three and a half, four years. This is an ever-present hearing shit stuff. So what I was about to say is, I wonder if it's because the environment at the moment and the economy and all that shite is panic, is, you know, people are panic stations, agencies are panic stations, and therefore they're trying to grab hold of or keep hold of as much work as possible and doing sh- doing shitty things. But as of saying here yeah, the stories aren't new they're not new and also everyone can see through it mm-hmm. so three ex- three sort of examples here that i'm just reading out because i documented them this week <laughs> so first one our last agency is adamant that they own the content that they produce for us bullshit absolute nonsense you are operating on behalf of obviously there's the whole you're an extension of the brand's in-house team clients in-house teams all that sort of stuff but fundamentally you're operating like as as their brand but that doesn't mean that you own the content that you are producing for them it's really tricky is that because i can i can see it from the point of view of say so I, I think this is more of a freelance basis right where like you might have spent ages putting together some artwork on the hopes that that leads to something yeah. more long-term and then they're like, well, I'll just take the artwork, I'll just do it myself. And go, oh. We've talked about that in the interview process. Was it Brewdog? We've talked about, you know, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the his- yeah. historical yeah, yeah. stuff at Brewdog that you brought in to interview, do a presentation and then basically nab piss off bye you're not having a job but i do i I don't think it's right no but especially like agency level where like you don't need to be as precious about the and like you said you are doing it on behalf of brands but i wonder what these contracts say they must do they say that in the contract well this this is this is it so i i had a few i put put this out on linkedin this week and it got some interesting people back because i rounded the thing off by saying it's still a mess out there do better agencies. So yeah. I specifically went to agencies and fair play, a couple of people in the comments absolutely right went, but hang on, surely senior leadership or leaders, decision makers, whatever you want to call them, at the brand side shouldn't be entertaining conversations and contractual obligations like that. Yeah, shouldn't be signing it. Absolutely not. Like it is also like it's shitty tactics, it's shit from agencies, absolutely no doubt about it and it's wrong. But there's someone signing in, you think, Obviously, the, well, you'd really hope exactly. That there, is somebody that's really there could be some fishy going on behind the scenes here, but if it's contractual, it's sort of on everyone who who is the signatory on that contract to check the contract. And obviously, anyone in their right mind 
brand client side that is a senior leader that is hopefully signing that contract would be like, no, no, no. That's I'm not absolutely, right. I need to change exactly, this yeah. yeah. Um, so that was the first one. There's obviously a recurring theme here, but they're, diff- they're slightly different examples, but all feeding into the same theme. So second uh, thing that we'd heard, our website was built on our agency's proprietary platform, so we're locked in with them. Literally heard that. Now, I get the sort of USP of like from an agency side saying, build our own proprietary e-com platform, for example. Bring your e-com shop, you know, we'll build it through our, through our um, proprietary platform. But the minute I would now, as sort of brand side here, proprietary, I'd actually go immediately into sort of, red flag mode yeah I think I would too because what are the implications of proprietary like Mm. if you're building if you're handing over the sort of keys to um, let's build a brand new project from a brand side yeah yeah, and you hand it over to an agency and they've only got a proprietary e-com platform that might be great from a marketing perspective for the agency because they can basically say got our own platform untouched you know it's not WordPress that's it like how locked in are you then that Let's be honest. No agency client relationship is eternal. Like some, it'd be. I wouldn't even no. say it'd be great if that it, it is because happen. it doesn't happen. So that to hear that, and that's not the first time we've heard that, and that's a, a recent thing that we've heard, is just really concerning. It's really concerning because my cynical hat says that the agency has seen it as an opportunity to lock clients in as to why they've maybe launched that. Do you, have we worked with anybody where we have taken on a project that had been built on a proprietary platform and then moved it? I think it was a case of, so yes and no, yes. We've had those conversations. We've brought a dev client in previously. We had to rebuild from scratch. Mm, I was going to say, is that... Put in the bin. Presumably that would be a start over thing. Exactly. Obviously you could try and unpick it and migrate it across to... I don't know, I'm using Magento or Shopify for an example. Definitely come across that. Um, It's definitely been said to me very recently as well. And and thirdly, when when we did come across that and onboard that client, it was a, that's great that you have all that, but you were basically putting it in the bin. So you can't even migrate it, can you? You you could, you know, you could give it a go, but it's like diminishing returns. Like how how far can you go to migrate across before cost is just escalating? (laughs) And so my cynical hat and challenge me on this like I do get there's another more positive way of looking at this but my cynical hat is agencies can sort of also see the benefit of building a proprietary e-com platform for example for the benefit to them of locking a, a client in that's just my cynical way of looking but at it do you not think this spreads out across quite a lot of other things so um it's tricky on this because we do have our own tools we do. that we have developed. Yep. But we haven't developed them as a way to no. keep data and not and discourage clients from moving on. We've made them because we saw a problem. Exactly. And we've built something in to get more yeah. than what we could with other yeah, it tools. W- it's an enhancement. But there are a lot of agencies out there that have done similar and built tools that are no different to what is already on the market. Yeah. But then all your data and all your analytics and everything is locked up in that tool and you feel like you're stuck in that. Totally. And that's 
they're probably the most um, clear examples in my mind where my yeah. cynical hat just comes on. It's like, yeah, they've done that. Why? Tell me what's it, different it, between that and something that I can buy off the shelf. Apart from that, I can have full access to. Yeah, open anything open source as well is a is a big um, sort of what's the word challenge to that that is absolutely legitimate. I mean, look at WordPress; it's humongous as a yeah. platform. Um, lots of developer knowledge and community out there. For example, like you just, just because of what's off the shelf and available to sort of everyone. The minute I hear like proprietary or hear that we're having a conversation with a potential new client or brand and they say, oh yeah, it's built on proprietary platform. It's just, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> and I know we've got a couple of clients that have built their own. That's different. Yeah, that is different, yeah. That's, yeah. ba- that's brand driven. You've done that in-house, yeah. you still own that, that is still... yeah. I just think it's a little bit of a sneaky because it'll be marketed in a way that it's like we built our own platform. It's Makes different, it to, amazing, yeah, yeah. Like the the USPs of of that outward outbound sort of marketing message wise, I get it, I can see it, but behind it, I can't help but not question the what what we've already talked about the sort of sneaky worth, nature yeah. of it. Um, but do you know, what a lot of that all comes back to if you are a trustworthy. Yeah, agency that is led with the right values and follows through on that. Mm. You everything you do, you yeah. do for the right reasons. Yeah. So if it's an agency that doesn't really have that that level of trust or that level of of genuine values mm. that they put forward and that they operate with, mm. yes, question it definitely. Yeah. yeah. I would argue like the proprietary stuff that we offer our clients is results enhancing. It's not results sort of, it's not dependent. But that's what I mean. We're, that's what we're based on. Yeah. We'd never do anything. We'd never go, let's build a tool or build some a, a proprietary product or yeah. platform mm. that means people can't ever leave us. But I'd, We'd be saying, let's, build this because I mean, we know how much more we can get out of it we know how much more we can get for our clients absolutely out of it yeah I think compared to off the shelf and that's the difference if you genuinely trust an agency and genuinely trust the people you're working with yeah then yes i would believe in the product yeah the hardest thing i think is uh, brands decision makers at brands having the wool pulled over their eyes when they yeah. don't know that agency and they hear proprietary and yeah. they think it's whizzy and that's the you know we, you know for example they've looked into magento and they've looked into shopify they've looked into woocommerce and they've, they've found limitations in each and then mm. uh, perfect agency abc over here come across come over to them and say we've got this proprietary platform exactly it yeah. solves all your worries yeah i just it would absolutely say be incredibly cautious ask as many questions as you can and query the uh, length of that contract as well but that said if, it, if you're building from the ground up on a proprietary platform my gut feeling is you're absolutely locked in or you're more yeah, locked in you are. and it's a really big decision i think people don't realize this particularly with like websites yeah what you are signing up to is really important it's not just like a yeah we'll do that for now yeah. it seems all right yeah actually that should be a really, really thought through. Yeah. I think as well, the thing that's helping this is the growth that Shopify is seeing, seeing currently. I mean, we're using, here we're using the dev 
we're having a dev conversation mm. here, um, e-com platform, <laughs> technical conversation when neither of us are technical. I know. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, this isn't a technical conversation, no, but Shopify's not. growth at the moment is amazing. And literally an hour before we've come on recording today, um, WordPress and WooCom have, have launched their competitor mm. product to Shopify, yeah. which is also telling of Shopify's growth. The back to the sort of proprietary platforms thing, I think they're the need and the uh, glitz and glamour and the shiny new object thing that you might get with a proprietary platform, I think is diminishing against, as I've just said, growth in Shopify. Like people are feeling way more confident in a, a Shopify platform. Yeah. And to be honest, we're recommending it more and more because the growth in it is because it's actually a bloody good platform now legitimate mm. sort of the the gaps that it might have had in the last five years mm. have been plugged and improved so actually and also stuff like that you've got to look at the bigger picture and think what they're building from yeah in terms of the hundreds of thousands of customers they've had through it yeah and they've had building through it exactly they've that. got all that yeah feedback as well yeah it's there's enough of a challenge legitimate decent um recommended platforms like shopify like wordpress wootcom um that absolutely sort of spit in the face i think of proprietary but i would just say cautious absolute caution for for people that are hearing that because it might sound brilliant through their marketing but really think of the bigger picture think about where that leaves you in five years time or whatever else and then the Final thing, back to what I posted, I mentioned there was three things I said. The other one was uh, that we've heard way too many times is we don't own our ads accounts. So, uh, you know, Facebook mm, ads account. Well, it, it's not called <laughs> Facebook anymore. It's called Meta. Um, that's just like SIN 101. It's Agency really SIN bad. 101. And the amount of times... And it's happened really, we've had a real influx in the last three months. The amount of times we're having a really good, promising conversation from a a paid media conversation with a potential new client. Um, And you're basically green-lighted from both sides that we're going to do something together. And you move into like, okay, migrating their accounts over. And they the client contact that we've got don't have access to their own because the said agency has been really really fucking sneaky again and the way that they've set up their ad account is effectively under their ownership and yeah. is restricted um, that not only that we're then hearing when clients are in that situation if they come to their existing incumbent agency and say we're shifting over can you sort of hand over the keys they're not playing ball and I think I read on LinkedIn I think I've come across this once, not recently, but I read this on LinkedIn very recently. Um, said incumbent agency who is about to get, let's just say, fired in, in black and white, um, deletes all their historical data and campaign data in that basically deletes their ad account and all historical data, etc. Which is oh not my theirs. God. It's not theirs to do. I was going to say, surely that's. It's back to what we said about data um, content, like of the the agency. Our agency is adamant that they own the content. That pre- the data I mean, is the, the brand. Of that is just the the thing is. Oh, like, I, I am actually really. I've not heard that before, but really? I'm 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 saying I'm really shocked because I I know the huge impact that could have. Yeah, and I know what a big loss that is, but I'm not shocked that an agency would do that because I've heard very similar stories yeah. of 
agencies owning ad accounts then fudging the reports they send back because yeah. that's one of the big reasons that a lot of these agencies will not be giving access to the proper accounts so, dashboard something to hide because that means what they can do is they can send across their report at the end of each month or yeah. at the end of each week or whatever else it is and they can choose what they put in there mm. and without any access to the true data you've got to believe what's given to you you're not ch- you can't yeah. challenge it and i've heard that from multiple cases and i've well yeah i've seen that happen yeah well you've probably overheard me saying it quite recently not the deleting of the data but they're just you know that the client themselves and understandable that things change, that a client contact might not be the same client contact six months down the line. They might yeah. have changed. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's happened quite recently to in a couple of conversations I've had. And you understand that. But they shouldn't be sort of six months into that role and still battling to get admin access, it, yeah. for example, yeah. or whatever access they need. When they're in senior leadership positions, it's... It should just be standard practice. It, it, well, it, yeah, I mean... I mean, for, it is for many, anybody not I, trying us, to hide exactly anything that. Yeah. and don't, operating the right way. It's Is it panic stations? I don't... Oh I don't my, yeah. I don't really know what it, it is. It sounds like a lot of covering up as well. It's definitely You know, like, up. you're always... No matter... Even if you're, like, the best agency ever that operates with the most transparency, you're always a little bit nervous with a position change mm. because... Because it's a threat to... Stability. It's really. a threat to stability, but also it's you don't know what that person is going to, what their knowledge base is going to be. Yeah. Like even people in senior positions, they don't always have like a really in-depth knowledge of PPC no. or how that looks and how to analyze that data. But then sometimes you might get somebody that comes in that does. And yeah. it's, it's really difficult because often with those changes in positions yeah. the priority changes because it's based on the individual yeah definitely so it can be quite a oh my god what's happening yeah so but you can't think like that you can't and then like when you sort of circle around all of those things that we've just said and there's so many more examples that we could share that aren't those three that we've talked mm. around and i know we went off on a tangent with one of them as well but like three solid examples that have, we've literally heard in the last couple of months. Like, uh, and then you extrapolate that back and think however long agencies have been in existence and extrapolate it forward because we'll hear these things again, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no wonder that trust is so broken and such a big sort of taboo subject, but rightly so, it's a, it's a subject that needs addressing and rectifying hugely but no wonder because there's still players out there that are fucking it over for legitimate agencies and we're not the only legitimate one we keep saying this is how we operate there's many many that operate like us and rightly so transparent honest upfront communicative like all those things should just be such a given but there's enough in the minority, and I hope it's a minority, yeah. that are, fucking, are still fucking over that reputation for people like us and other agencies that are like but us. But it's something that brands will ever talk about. They'll no. talk about it to us. They never, ever talk about it. Publicly. Publicly, because it's embarrassing, isn't it? And that's where education, I think, could take a... I'm not going to say a seismic shift, because we don't know, because they're not doing it, but if it was en masse, publicly... Yeah, if people were sharing these stories and talking about true experiences that have gone on with them being a client or even if they're from the agency side about something they've watched happen to a client, then 
people know what they're looking out for, but they people don't talk about it. No, they, they don't, don't openly it. talk about all the bad experiences that have happened because mm, nobody wants to admit that they picked that shit agency that completely screwed them over. Yeah. The weird thing, and I don't want to complicate matters too much, though, is if we saw a brand spouting off quite a lot about a different agency, we'd also have red flags. Yes, I agree. So it's not like You'd it's be like, as simple as them if they're yeah. It's a real it's a difficult one because yeah, it's it, it ultimately it's coming down to choices I think that people individuals are making, and that is agency leaders, for example, mm. telling their staff to um, deal with a client, you know, hold back reports, download yeah. our own reports, and send them over, not giving like full access to platform ad platforms for example all that all those shitty tactics you can't help but think is coming from the top down in these agencies they're individuals making those decisions so ultimately we're still talking about individuals making we were, we're going to say it the wrong decisions because yeah. they are the wrong decisions yeah. um and actually then as we're saying maybe we need brand side people to start shouting publicly but then to flip that on its head if we saw a brand shouting publicly about you know sort of def- yeah, <laughs> defamation and all that yeah but maybe we just need to maybe there's something between good agencies as well that where we need to talk more about what you should be expecting yeah i guess the naming and shaming don't really have to be a thing it doesn't need to be no and even if like we say brands don't talk about it even brands well even them talking honestly uh, anonymously about yeah. it we'd still be yeah Slightly. You, everyone's just got to. Everyone steps into new conversations cautiously. Anyway, full stop. Good conversations, bad conversations. We, I, you know, I have different people on. Spend my days speaking to hopefully new potential clients, and um, everyone's got their questions and red flags yeah. and tiptoeing, you know, to begin yeah, with yeah. because the trust is that. And I, yeah. I genuinely think it it's takes a really long time to build trust. Of course it does. Of it's course not it does. And that's what's often really difficult for somebody like you in your position that's it's so hard to within the space of like three conversations that you get to actually build that level of trust and absolutely and you've it, been there real. as well yeah um that's why referrals are so strong because yeah. you're getting someone else to do that yeah. grunt work of baseline you can trust these people yeah. so if any of our clients are listening they want to do <laughs> so, refer me to Just any uh, yeah, to any contacts <laughs> we DMs are, are open. open for business <laughs>